everybody. I'm here with Carrie. Hi, I'm Carrie. I'm six feet tall and have long hair and I cannot see. Just kidding, guys. It's actually not Carrie. Yes, I am. I've been mentioned a lot on the podcast so far, but it's great. Yeah. So I am here today with our resident guest host, Greg Roddy. Welcome. That's right. I did actually want to, like the last episode, you mentioned me a lot because it was about grandparents. Yes. Okay. And that does sound my like grandparents do ask about you usually whenever I see them. That's good. That's very nice. She does confuse you with Anya though, but like she, she is asking about you as well. We have almost the same name. So yeah, that's basically. understandable. Yeah. Um, my grandparent, one of them recently had her hip replaced. Like so that's the whole thing. <laughs> I guess. I think my mom may have also had her hips replaced and maybe her knee and my grandpa also may have had a knee replaced. So my family is just disposing of body parts all over the place. Is it the pelvis or the femur? I think it's just the joint. I think they replaced like the ball and then like a little bit of like the (sighs) inside. Yeah. Okay. You know, I should have known that because there was this one internet program like 10 years ago that I used to do all the time where you could do a hip replacement surgery. Oh, there is also a knee replacement surgery. I love watching knee replacement surgeries. It's a bit intense, but. I like the part where they, um, to check if it fits right, they just take the leg and they just flop it around <laughs> yeah. a bunch. It's, I mean, how else are you going to do it? I, that, that seems like the only way. Um, so to get us started about slow tech, Greg, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you came to the show and your relationship with the secret life of the American teenager. So I do remember when this show first came out on TV. I'm pretty sure I watched the first episode at least because like I do remember the iconic hallway scene with Avril Lavigne's girlfriend playing. Oh, yes. But I have been known to misremember things. (laughs) One of those being remembering 9-11, which... (laughs) I just to clarify, I do not remember 9-11 happening at all whatsoever. Maybe I just remember it so hard that I feel like you remember it too. Like I remember it for you. No, I feel like it was one of those things where someone told me like what happened on that day, like what I was doing. And I was like, oh, yes, I can see it now. But I, <laughs> I did not see it. It's just so clear in your mind. Yeah. But um, so then my like next introduction to slow tat would have been like that summer when you got your hip replaced basically that fateful day i watched a lot of the first season with you and like i've seen a lot of the others like i kind of remember the things that happened but like not really in whatever order because a lot of shit happens like in these first 10 episodes already i cannot believe we're only halfway through the first season. a lot happens and then is just never mentioned again like I was thinking yes, the other day about how like exactly. there was a whole episode where Adrian and Jack were like trying to date and then the next episode it was just like everyone forgot about that like yeah just, it was completely dry. I think they vaguely mention it either in this episode or the next one but yeah. like it's so like it doesn't even matter yeah point. none of it matters and then it's like sometimes like there are storylines that they'll mention and then you completely forget like the whole thing where like 
George, which comes up in the next episode after this one, how George used to be married to Mrs. Bowman. Like they rarely yeah, mention Yeah, like it. what a random detail to yes. drop and then not lead on with at all. Like it comes up occasionally, but it's never important. It's just, they just drop They also don't really ever mention characters' names because like whenever yes. I was going through my episode, I had to literally look up what their names were because I didn't know them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like we've talked a little bit before about like George's gay coworker who is apparently married to a man named Leon, but yes. we don't know his coworker's actual name yet because no one has said I it. I thought they mentioned it like in that first episode when he, like, no. he walks in it and he doesn't, I guess that makes sense. I mean, the thing, you can't apply logic to this show. Like when I you know. start thinking about names and timelines and stuff, you need to stop yourself. Also, you get the fact that like, like Amy told her mom she was pregnant and then she called the school and was like, oh, she's going to take a week off. And that was like three episodes ago. So like the last three episodes have happened all within one week. Like what? I guess. It's so confusing. Okay. Well, why don't you go ahead and start with what's happening? What's okay. So are we just jumping right into the episode then? I mean, how else are we going to do this? Here we fucking go. All right, so um, today, ladies and gentlemen, I have for you season one, episode nine, Slice of Life, which may be the first episode where the name actually relates to things that happen during the episode, because as we will find out, pizza is the main character of this episode. It comes up over no, and over really, and over I again. I wrote it down. No it's one of the main themes of this episode. I didn't even yes. think about how it applied to the title of it. Yes. Um, also, very, very important note, this is the first episode to contain no hallway scenes. Not Thank a single God. person has seen it. It's about way. time. We needed a break. Also, Carrie talked about in the last episode, or like two episodes ago, that like her episode was the f- like the only one without Jack in it, but he's not here either. So like, occasionally they just forget about Blessing. Jack. I mean, yeah. like, he's, a, he's a forgettable character. He's one of my least favorite just because he's so boring like yeah nothing that he says or does is important and his hair is stupid okay at least as of right now he hasn't had his shining moment yet what is his shining moment i don't know when he like don't we talk about him later and he like he's not relevant right now let's forget about him okay um i feel like he continues to be irrelevant but we'll see when we get there Okay, so this episode opens with Amy and Ashley just chilling on the couch. Um, Molly is being super awkward. She keeps like walking up, being like, (laughs) and then like walking away and then walking up and walking away. And they do it like two or three times because this show Mm -hmm. simply does not know when to stop. Um, She's wearing this shirt with like green leaves on it. And it reminded me of, you know, like that meme where like it'll be like an old lady and like this green like sweater or like, like dress and it's got like green flowers on it and it's just like we get it you smoke weed <laughs> yes I do know yeah. I do okay. know what you're talking about so I refer to Molly's shirt as the weed shirt because it's of that. basically Molly Ringwald's version of Jennifer Lopez's Versace dress I do not know what you're talking about like her green Versace dress that invented google images yeah that anyway that's Molly's <laughs> version of it 
I, I, I was a fan. It was pretty good. Okay, so we find out that Amy and Ashley are going to George's place for the first time, which is like, what? I thought he was living in the furniture store. They'll address it. Don't worry. Um, Amy's talking about how she wants to drop out of school or at least just call out sick for five months. And everyone's like, no, you can't do that because it's illegal. And also, even if you called off six for five months, like, what are you going to do after the baby's born? Just like, leave it at home while you go to school. Right, like, what right. Is your they always there? seem to forget about that part. Like, being pregnant is kind of an easy part of the whole thing. Yeah, I would assume. And like, I don't know, like, you really only need to call out six. For, like, uh, we've talked about this before. We'll talk about it again. But like, like, she doesn't need to be skipping school right now. Like, no. I understand that like people know you had sex but like that's not really the end of the world like just go to school and just like deal with it I don't know yeah okay so um they're basically saying she can't do that and then Molly is saying that like oh like I'm excited to have the house to myself for the night which like I would be especially with like these three fuckers being the people that I live with I'd be like get out of here please let me be alone with my wine and my cereal but we'll find out household huh a toxic household yeah it's not good and then um yeah I guess that's just like the end of that scene so now we cut to George and Adrian and we find out that basically Adrian um, has agreed to let George live in her house for the night. And so he's like moving in a bunch of furniture, which like I don't really understand because like as far as they know, George isn't planning on moving out long term. So he could just be like, yeah. this is an Airbnb. Like I'm just chilling here. And like, I don't know if Airbnb existed back then, but like, I feel like it's unnecessary to like, do anything other than just like take down their pictures and stuff no exactly I was just thinking like it's so unnecessary because he has them move out all of like Adrian and their shit Mm -hmm. and then moves in a bunch of his shit and it's like it looks exactly the same no exactly and I just don't understand how that was the easiest method out of all how did he even convince Adrian to do that like was he no it was Adrian's idea that's oh what's God. like confusing about it she's just like trying to help him out I guess because like she has daddy issues so she like wants him to be able to see his daughters or something but like I don't know the thing that's stupid about it is it's also just not on brand for like divorced dad apartment like what would have been the most realistic is just empty room mattress on the floor empty box of pizza right, right. like that would be believable like and, men don't furnish things and george even though he does work at a furniture store like he's a very man he's made that very clear i just like i can't like it seems very suspicious right off the bat that george would b- get this new apartment and then be like you know what i need a bunch of empty ass vases for my shelf and then purchase right. them like everyone <laughs> knows that's not what's happening no yeah Okay, so that's just setting up that like why he has this apartment. And then um, he puts up a bunch of baby pictures that I questioned, are these like actual baby pictures of Shailene Woodley and little baby Ashley? I don't know, I didn't check. They could just be random babies, but one of the pictures is- Probably random babies. Random baby, like maybe it's like the, 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 the producer's babies. 
Maybe, yeah. Or maybe they're just stock photos of babies. I've always wondered how they got like old baby pics of photos of actors and stuff, but I mean, I guess they could just ask them, like, do you have any old baby pictures? One time, um, when I was like a teenager and my little brothers were like not teenagers, I got this ornament for the Christmas tree that had like a stock image of this family in it. And I was like, this is me with my real family. And they were like, <laughs> no, it's not. And I was like, you can't prove that. And we had like a whole argument about it and it was fun. But I think that it would be fun to just have stock images in your house and just pretend that those are your friends. I mean, who's going to prove you wrong? Exactly. Okay. So then falling in love. Uh, uh, oh okay so i have written in here to take a tangent about midnight in paris with owen wilson have you seen it no i haven't okay well i've seen it recently i watched it like yesterday because it was like snowing and we had like a snow day and like watch a movie and it was cute anyway um so owen wilson is in it but the reason it relates here is because the falling in love song like the original yeah in that movie like the whole thing is that he's like in paris and he like goes back in time to like the 20s in paris and he like meets all these famous people and whatever Mm. one of the people that he meets is the person who wrote this song and they're playing this song in the movie and i was like oh my god so it's like actually kind of a plot point Kind of. Yeah, it's related. It's definitely related. Also, um, Alanis Morissette did a cover of this song and it was really good. I think so. you did mention that a while ago. I'm a huge fan of Alanis Morissette. Um, she's coming. I don't want to say she's coming back, but like there's just been a meme of her on TikTok going around. And well, she's very talented. Okay, so that was my mini tangent. So after falling in love, we open up in George's fake apartment. Um, Amy is now covering up her stomach with a very, very large scarf. I believe that continues into the next episode. It's pretty effective. Um, It definitely distracts the eye. It's not cute. I mean, I don't think she's trying to cover up her stomach. I mean, I think that was just like the fashion trend. Yeah, I hope not. Just like random thin scarves. But, like, it's, like, it, like, billows out across, like, her whole front. So, like, whenever she's like, wearing it, I can't tell. The her story. dad and sister know she's pregnant. I know. But, like, she <laughs> continues it in your episode when she is trying to hide it. I think she's just, I don't know. Maybe it's a fashion thing. It's ugly. But it's effective in I mean, hiding. Like, we know this bitch knows how to layer. She's gonna layer. That is true. Layers uh okay so then like they walk in and like they have to check out the apartment so like one of them goes to the left the other goes to the right and then they switch and they're just like making sure it's a real apartment which like they're not yeah. even sleeping over so like why do they, they need to do look at the a bedrooms? really weird job of inspecting everything like when when you yeah. walk into someone's new house like do you lift random objects and like check crevices like no they're no just gonna be, like, i I go in and I like comment on people's built-ins and their wainscoting and they're like oh you cannot leave out the wainscoting is it scoting or scotting people say it differently okay I'm just gonna avoid saying it at all because I hated that moment um but like I don't know like I definitely like to like inspect people's houses and like the structures and everything but like yeah you definitely like I guess maybe if it's your dad you want to snoop a little bit but like at least snoop subtly like wait until he goes in the other room yeah i just don't know why that like it's a whole it's a 35 second scene i counted because of how awkward it was like why are they doing this dude if you're gonna count every awkward scene in this show like get fucking ready because it but like this one specific like they didn't need to go so in depth 
with how they're inspecting his house like I just don't get it yeah it's very very strange they talk about how like he only got one bed even though there's two girls but it's also like when would they ever be sleeping over because like they live in the same town and he yeah that doesn't make sense either it's stupid um okay and then this put a pin in this is the first mention of pizza because george is like we should get pizza so just remember pizza because it's good oh and then there's the theme of this episode there's a very very weird comment where george is like if anybody makes fun of you amy i'll put a rocket in their pocket and send them to the moon that was a very specific the reference it's very strange especially because i thought pocket rocket meant penis am i incorrect no pocket rocket is definitely innuendo for penis but also like there was oh wait i know i'm thinking of a uh rocket the kind of like it's like a little motorbike that you ride around on okay i don't think they call it a oh is it called rocket, a pocket though. rocket it's just a weird like i don't know why her dad makes these weird references yeah i don't know why it's like the visual of an old cartoon like they make so many references to like really old things like it's gonna come up again oh yes i they they just like we talked about this a little bit with um blind lemon the jazz musician which is like they make references that clearly clearly the writers were like oh this is so clever and it's like no one understands what you're talking about yeah i don't know they would have had to have like just google like random famous jazz people that they can just like insert into the show as if anyone's gonna understand it like the show is not about music if it was glee that would maybe make sense but it's not yeah we should do glee next um Okay, and then Amy's like, is it cool if I call Ben? Which I would be like, absolutely fucking not. Like, yeah, same. But, but George, we all I know guess, that is George likes Ben. I hate that. That's one of my yeah. least favorite things about both of them is that they the like the worst each other. duo in this show. Yes. Um, and then uh, Amy walks away to see Ben, and Ashley is like, George, I know this apartment's fake because it smells like a girl. And he's like, well, girls used to live here. And that's I, I don't know she's on to him whatever oh and then this is uh where we confirm that george smells because ashley is like uh we all know your smell and i <laughs> hate that they put the like, imagery how of does george he having smell? A smell like it's like it sounds like it's a bad smell but why are it's, you saying dad smells it's not good and it's also like i feel like in my mind i can very clearly visualize is not the right word what's the word for visualize but for smells smell you eyes i don't um, know but i i know what he would take smell in like. the scent i don't know yes it, it would it would not be good and i don't like it okay so now we cut out to uh amy and she's on the phone with ben and he's like you should invite me over like don't you want me to come over and she's literally like no like i'm with my dad like i think i should spend the night with my dad and he's like so is that a yes like yeah why is he he just pressures her all the time it's not all he does everyone has control issues in this show and we will see that again and again it's because he's a fucking spoiled ass bitch but she's literally being like i don't want you to come over and he's like i really think i should come over and then um he says you belong to me and i'm like 
absolutely barf and then he 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 quick corrects it to we belong to each other and i'm like that's not better like you're yeah, being gross no <laughs> i hate it um and then like ashley comes out and is like oh what kind of pizza do you want and ben is just like sausage and peppers i'll pick it up and then like hangs up and it's like fuck off no one offered you pizza like no, imagine exactly Imagine you like hear like you're on the phone with someone and someone in their background is like, oh, hey, do you want any Taco Bell? And you're just like, I want three triple quesadillas and then hang up and then just just expect them to picking it up. I'm on my way over. Like he literally invited himself over without asking George of all people. It's not even Amy's house. Yeah. Her dad's house. It's it's very upsetting. But that leads me to my next tangent. What do you like to get on your pizza? I mean, it depends on the kind of day, but like if I'm just ordering a pizza for myself, I'll normally get like a Supreme with like all the toppings on it. Mm-hmm. Um, every so once in like a while, I will have a Hawaiian. Mm, I, I like that. Plain is fine. Pepperoni is fine. I feel like I like Hawaiian, but I like need, like it needs to be a place that I've already been to and I know the crust is good. Like if I'm yeah. trying something new, mm. I'll probably just go with basic pepperoni but if it's a place that like i've tried before like i'll either get like hawaiian or i really like buffalo like buffalo, buffalo pizza is good but not my favorite like i wouldn't get it for myself my problem with buffalo chicken is that they never put enough buffalo sauce on it so then i always have to add my own buffalo sauce when it gets right. here but it's pretty good have you ever had taco pizza no what makes Uh-oh. it taco um well normally they have like a tortilla like crushed tortilla on it lettuce tomato ground beef cheese i think it's weird to have the tortilla on top of a crust because then it's like two bread groups you know what i'm saying i don't know what's any different from having like it being wrapped in like regular tortilla well because there's not also bread there like, I'm sure it might be good. Maybe if it's a corn I think tortilla. you just need to try it. Okay. I will do that. Okay. Okay. So Ben is, like, about to leave because he's just invited himself to get their yeah. pizza. Mm-hmm. And he runs into Henry. And there's, like, a whole debate there where Henry's like, oh, why don't I come with you? And Ben's like, no, you can't because I'm going to her dad's house. And then ben, Henry's like, oh, but I was going to go hang out with Alice, but I'm not going, hinting that they broke up, but mm-hmm. like not actually saying it. And then ultimately Ben ends up inviting him. Um, and then he's like, well, we have to go right now because I have to pick up the pizza, which A, you literally, the pizza was just ordered. Like you have time. And B, you don't even know where the fuck they ordered pizza from. Like you didn't- He doesn't know it. where they ordered pizza. Well, they didn't order it at all. Like I feel like Ben was the one who ended up ordering it and then going to pick it up. Yeah, but like just one pizza. Like, what if like Ashley's vegetarian? Like, he didn't even. Ask. Yeah, he really didn't consider any of anyone else. Yeah, he never does. Also, he like is... they all live in the same town. Like, I don't think the pizza's gonna be ready right after they get off the phone. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's why, like, I don't understand why he's like, I have to leave immediately and get this pizza that I haven't even confirmed has been ordered. I don't really like. It's oh. just. It's just. I hate it. It's fine. Wait, another thing I hate about this scene is that Ben was just, he just acknowledges like, oh, I probably shouldn't even be going over because yes. he's meeting uh, George at his new place for the first time. But it's like, 
you just invited yourself over. Like, why even say that? Yeah, and then is fucking inviting this other guy too. It's fucking fine. It's a Whatever. Whole mess. So ultimately, they both are gonna go get the pizza and then Horrible. go. To Two of the worst characters in the whole show, probably. Yeah. I mean, Henry, I don't hate that much, but like, I don't, I don't like. He's him. not he's great. Like, like, I think we succeed without him. Yeah. He's not necessary. Except remember when he had pink eye? I really no. liked that. Conjunctivitis. That was a good choice for that character. <laughs> but illness. Like, yes. Okay. So now we're with Grace and Adrian. No idea why Grace is there. They don't, like, even Grace multiple times in this storyline asks, why am I here? She doesn't need to be here. It would yeah. be better if she wasn't. No one knows why. A- why would Adrian even invite her? It's unclear. Um, basically just to leave Tom alone so we can get that absolute gem of a storyline, but I'll get to it later. <laughs> so Grace and Adrian are chilling in Adrian's convertible, stalking her dad. Um, once again, they mention pizza because Grace is like, I thought we were going to get pizza. And she's like, we did get pizza. It's in the back of the car. So they have a pizza in the trunk. They are not eating it. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, they have a bunch of conversations. I didn't really take a lot of notes on this storyline because I don't care that much about it. But Grace uh, makes some comment that her parents have sex a lot. And Adrian's like, how do you know that? And so I, I just put a pin in that. How does she know that? Like, I, yeah, we don't know. Um, also, how does Adrian have her dad's address? I don't know. Like, assuming from the birth certificate, all she got was a name. I guess she'd have to yeah. Google him. But like, I mean, I mean, we we learn about what his career is later, so it's probably do we know it? Do we him. find out his name in your episode at all? No, I don't know what <laughs> his name. I had to look it up. Like they don't mention it in my episode. I hate it. Well, but like, I mean, assuming he has like a generic-ish name, there might be more than one of him. So like, ha- like, how does she even know she's stalking the right person? I don't know. Um, Falling in love. Yes. Okay. I get, that's really all I had to say about that scene. And yeah, Tom nothing is really important alone, happened so. except for the my parents have plenty of sex. Oh, they are. To be fair, the only parents we have seen having sex, like not actively, but like in a bed. I together. guess they're the only like vaguely healthy relationship in the show, if you want to call it that. I mean, until he dies, you don't know that yet. <laughs> it's not okay. even. <laughs> I don't think there's any foreshadowing to it yet. No, I, I'm just excited for it. Okay, so then Ricky calls Adrian and he's just like thirsty as fuck. He's like, I need to see you or just literally any girl. I would just like to have sex right now. And she's like, thanks, but I'm busy. So he's yeah. like, okay, fuck you, bye, whatever. Um, He hangs up and then, oh, and then Adrian is like, hey, Grace, you remember Jack? You should date Jack. And Grace is like, no. And then they have a whole conversation about like, should you, do you like Ricky or do you like Jack? But I like Ricky, but I had sex with Jack and you didn't have sex with Jack, but you want to date Ricky, but Ricky doesn't want to, Ricky wants to have sex with you, but you don't want to have sex with Ricky. And it's just the whole bullshit. It's yeah. The regular bullshit. But did we, it was actually confirmed that lip gloss and Jack fucked. Like I thought she just sucked his dick and like they kissed. Like, okay. So initially like we all thought like we the viewer thought that they did mouth sex because she called him and he was like 
is oral sex a sin or whatever and they, so we assumed that that's what was happening but then tom only saw them mouth kissing so grace thought that that was all they did and then some random girl in the hallway told her that it was more than that and then lip gloss has said at some point that they slept together so i don't know if she counts okay mouth sex as sleeping together it's whatever you're into. I don't know. I feel I like I feel like they're in the universe where like all sex is sin. So like sex is sex. I don't know. And yeah. all, it's all sex. As long Everything as an orgasm sex. was had, God is angry. So anyway. <laughs> okay. So now Ricky has hung up on Adrian and he's like, better go down to the next girl on my list. He calls Lauren. How does he have Which her is, number? That's what I was gonna ask. Cause like he didn't even have Amy's number. I know, because, like, they had that whole storyline last episode where, like, like Madison and Lauren were both, like, trying to seduce him. But, like, yeah. he was literally just trying to get Amy's number. So I don't know. I mean, Lauren had his number because he wrote it on her arm. So, like, maybe she called him. Oh, uh, okay. I guess that see. makes sense. But, I, but, like, we never, they never showed us that. So I don't know. Right. Um, I did wanted to include that uh, Ricky has three apples and an orange in his bowl yes that is important oh today i was at home goods buying a butter container so i can keep my butter at room temperature and um i was walking past a shelf of like tchotchkes and stuff and one of them was literally just a green apple and i was like we should (laughs) buy this and then like pass it around like you couldn't hold anything in it it was just like a no, little porcelain it apple. had no function it was just okay. an apple i and guess I that like, is the definition like... of a tchotchke yeah but like we should make it like the like the slow tat awards you know like you get oh, an yes. unnecessary apple when you it's the one apple in california that gets passed around yes it's like the the secret life of the sisterhood of the traveling apple i like it yeah okay <laughs> So anyway, that was my tangent about home goods. Ricky's calling Lauren and he's like, I just want to talk about the baby. And you also know Amy, so you know about the baby. So we can talk about it together. And she's like, no, fuck you. And she hangs up. Note, on her bed, when they show her like studying, her earrings are just like sitting on the bed. I don't know why, but she is wearing them later in the episode. And I'm, I don't know why they chose to show Everything has a purpose. I guess they wanted to let you know, like she made the choice that she was gonna wear them. Like, yeah, did. it makes sense. But like, <laughs> she would have just been wearing. Like, we would know that she made that choice because they're on her ear holes. Maybe like, they, they were don't... heavy. I don't know. But I know. But why are they on her bed? Is what I'm asking. When you take them off, you should keep them like on your jewelry box or like in a clean, safe place, not just like in your bed. I don't know. I thought it was weird. It, anyway, it's like the end of the day. It's but like, like why are, like I understand taking them off, but why are they in your bed? That's the part that I have an issue with. Greg, when you take out your gauges, do you leave them on your bed? I usually like I leave them in when I go to sleep. Okay. I only take them out like whenever I'm in the shower and like I'll clean them and everything, you know. Are they big enough that you can take them out and put them on your finger? Yeah. Well, these ones are these ones are plugs, they're not tunnels, but like my other ones, yeah, I can stick them on the tip of my fingers. My pinkies. But, like, if they were big enough, could you put it on, like, a ring? And then, like, just you, every day you get to choose if you want to wear it, like, on your finger or in your ear. Um, what if you got married and it was your wedding ring was also a gauge? 
And that would can... be kind of cute. I'd have to stretch them a bit bigger, though. I think it's, yeah, it would be cute. Anyway, okay. So that's that on that. Um, Madison enters and is like, hi, I'm going to get pizza with your brother. So just in case you forgot, Madison is now dating Lauren's brother. Yeah, I kind of did forget because that was really random. Because he's really random. Like, he hasn't been a character really at all. No. Except for really, that one like, scene. They just decided, played. oh, we're going to go out once and now we're dating and it's a regular thing now that we're just supposed to accept. I think it's implied that this is their first date because, like, oh, Lauren. Oh, no, they, said, they do mention it's their first date. Like, yeah. their first date date. Yeah. Whatever. Um, And then there's, like, this whole conversation where they're like, do you want us to find you a date so you can hang out with us? And then her brother is like, pretty mean about it which is like on brand for like a brother sister relationship where he's like Definitely. oh we don't we don't want to wait for her to get a date because it uh, could be years but also like she got you this date like she could take it away from you right you know? like right. madison is her best friend like she could shut that shit down mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if she wanted to like maybe be nice whatever um so yeah that's they're going to get pizza lauren is alone and sad that's where we leave them. Then one of my favorite scenes, we see Molly just home alone in her jammy jams with her raisin bran and her bottle of wine. And I just relate to this so hard. Yeah, because like at first it seems like, oh, is she going to like pour cereal into her wine glass and then add the wine? Like mm. who's having raisin bran and wine together? I mean... I would like to try it now. I think that is, we should have like a, like a slow tap bake off where we just have a single apple, some raisin bread and a bottle of red wine. It's basically oatmeal. Oh, and some sausage, of course. Um, And pizza. Yes. We'll make a, let's do a slow tap cookbook. Ready. I'm ready for it. Oh, it's going to be bad. Okay. So um, she's walking around being sad and then somebody knocks on the door. TikTok, it's the Sausage King and he's brought with him a pizza. Spoiler alert, it's a sausage pizza because he's a Sausage King. Um, Duh, makes sense. Yeah, so he walks in and he's like, remember me, I'm Ben's dad and you're Amy's mom and they're dating but she's pregnant. And he's like, I just wanted to see if you wanted to talk because I kind of noticed that you've been having a rough time because your mom has Alzheimer's and your daughter's pregnant and your husband's a cheating whore. And then Molly just breaks down crying. And I'm yeah, like- Yeah, he literally reads her for filth in her own house and then makes her cry. Like, how is that okay? I know. But honestly, like if you're like the Sausage King is not like a bad shoulder to cry on. Like, no, like he's not a bad guy, but like did not need to be privy to all of that information. And he definitely didn't need to tell Molly that Ben told her everything. That is a good point, especially since they do not know each other literally. Yeah, they've never met. Oh, and he says like he we list one of the reasons as like that wine doesn't go with that cereal. And I'm like, okay, fuck you. She's just like trying to have a good time. And then they cry, or she cries, he doesn't cry, and then they hug, and it's like, okay, that's kind of nice. Whatever. So now we jump to uh, George and Ben and Henry and Amy. They're all eating pizza in George's fake apartment that's actually Adrian's apartment. Mm-hmm. Ashley is in the bed- bedroom being quiet. I don't know. She's being sad. Whatever. Um. So Ben 
calls George Mr. Jurgens, and he's like, oh, you can call me George, which is like, gross. I wish you would not refer to each other at all. <laughs> yeah. um, and then Henry is like, uh, calling him George and he's like oh you can call me Mr. Jerkins so definitely already some favoritism with Ben but also um, like definitely why favoritism definitely overt racism of if course. we're being honest also I was so I I have it playing like in the background right now without any sound That's and much. he Henry doesn't even call him George he's not like oh hey George can you pass me a slice like he doesn't mention him by name he's just like oh can I have a slice of pizza and he's like not you you're calling me Mr. Jerkins, and then tosses a slice and it flops on his plate and it's racially charged. Yes, I can tell. Um, this is like like some pre-COVID anticipation of uh, Asian American racism. Um, a also, whole do you 10 think it's years a real early. pizza? Was that? Do you think it's a real pizza? Do they you know, I don't know bites? because remember in like the fifth episode when they were eating wings like yeah they seemed real enough but like the way Amy was eating them was weird so I don't know well definitely um when uh Adrian took a bite of that ap- apple in episode one it was not a real apple. yeah that apple was definitely fake and they did not do a good job of hiding it yeah so I mean, I'm it's just, the like, only trying to... it's the only apple in all of California they can't it's taste the it. only one they have um Okay, and then here's also where we find out that the pizza place is called Fiano's. Um, oh, also, uh, earlier, it was actually in the Lauren Madison Jason scene where we found out the the big story behind the pizza. There's a, a deal tonight at Fiano's. That was set up by the Sausage King that any business brought in by a student gets a free pizza or an extra pizza or a deal on pizza i don't remember but there's a reason why they're all going to the same pizza yes i'm glad that that was a plot that was you know started and finished makes sense is consistent through the whole episode it's just it's so outrageous that they put so much effort into fully explaining the fiano's pizza phenomenon but not any other storyline. Yeah. Like so many other storylines, they're just like, oh, what if this happened? And then just drop it on the floor. Yeah, but this, yeah. it's like the pizza, no, we need to explain where the pizza is coming from. We need to explain why everybody's going there. We need to show the pizza in every single scene. We need to explain this pizza. So. And like, why is it even relevant? It's just because. Just it's literally not. It's it's kind of like the uh, uh, free tampons with Philip situation where it's like it kind of ties in but like it didn't but need not to. really like we need to talk about this town like as a whole but like we'll save that for the next episode or something okay because it has to be mentioned there's there's a lot a lot of question marks going on here um okay and then there's a very weird thing where george is trying to set henry up with ashley and he's like oh you should go you you should go see Ashley. She's hiding from you guys because she's so shy and she's like a cute little baby and you should go hang out with her. And it's like, <laughs> dude, she's 13. She do, she probably doesn't want to hang out with a 15-year-old. Like, why she's are not you even shy? This? Like, when has she ever indicated in this series that she is a that... quote unquote shyest little girl? Yeah, she's literally she's just mad at you, George. Like, please <laughs> don't do this. It's really uncomfortable, except there is one part where he calls her a cherub, and I think it's pr- it's pretty accurate. She has a very cherub. Yeah, she she is a cherub yes. that we can all agree on. Yes. 
So George gets one point for being correct on the side of his millions of points for being. <laughs> um, so then Henry takes the pizza, goes into Ashley, and she's like, put the pizza down and back away with your hands up which I thought was like funny because it was like she's like fuck like it's it's weird that like you're in here like why did my dad send you in here like she definitely heard that whole conversation and is like gross please leave and he's like no I'm a man so I'll stay in here and stare at you damn it and she's like okay yeah she was like wow that was so hot you stood up for yourself come sit up the edge of the bed and look at me all night I guess like good job you're doing great okay so this is the part where i wrote down best part in capital letters because i was so excited and then it wasn't what i thought was happening it was just a different thing so it's tom and not betty it's tom and he has a knock at the door and it's ricky and I got really excited. And you can tell that Tom is also excited because yeah. he thinks it's not Ricky as well. Yeah. And he's like, psyched. Goes he's ready. Dark. He he's is like, excited. He got plans. Yeah, well, it's just Ricky. And he's like, you need to leave because I have a friend coming over. And his mm-hmm. friend is Betty, mm-hmm. um, who we will meet later. But for now, it's just Ricky. And Ricky is like, where's Grace? And he's like, I don't know. I think she's with Adrian. You should go check Adrian's house, which is mm. interesting because we all know what is going down at Adrian's house. And yes. it is not Important Adrian being there. Mm-hmm. So like for the plot, it makes sense that they're all hanging out at Adrian's because it like leads to that revelation. But like yeah. in actual fact, it doesn't make any sense that they would be hanging out at Adrian's. Low key, it would be like kind of fun to hang out at a furniture store. Like you could all sit on different couches yeah, and not talk to each other. I would enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Dude, imagine like having a sleepover in a furniture store. Why don't they do that more often? Because like, it's not like, like how often are mattress stores ever busy? Yeah. They should like host sleepover fundraiser things. Yeah. That'll make it seem like less of a front. Yes. Um, Also, I think it would be really, really fun to get like locked in an Ikea and just pretend that you live there. That would be really fun. Or, you know what? would be equally fun is to die in an ikea and then haunt it forever (laughs) yeah that would be pretty interesting for about like a day just like choke on a swedish meatball i mean you know they change those little rooms all the time so you can just like it's like a new room every day so it's interesting for like a month at a time yeah but like (laughs) you're dead so like a month is like a blink of an eye and then it's like boom and i don't know if i had to haunt anywhere i think i would choose an ikea Okay. Okay. Uh, like that's a pretty good choice. Yeah. I guess like I don't know. Maybe like a boat would be fun because then you can like go and like see sights. A plane? No, a plane would suck. It's not very original. Yeah. A boat or a plane? Hunting a boat. Yeah. Just like pirates and stuff. Plus, like then when it does sink and you get trapped at the bottom of the ocean, then like cold forever. Yeah, I'm not very cool. Yeah. Um. Before we move on to the next part, I did want to mention that I like how Ricky and Tom are basically, like, buds. Yes. I like Tom's relationship with basically everyone in this show. Yeah, I like the way they treat Tom in this show. There aren't many shows that have a character with Down syndrome. Like, I was thinking about it. Like, the only two I can literally think of are this 
in American Horror Story. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah. It's so, like, um, they get points for that. Yes. Um, that brings me to a question I was going to ask you earlier and I forgot. Who's your favorite and least favorite character? On this show? Yeah. Or just in um, general. I think my favorite character has to, it probably has to be Adrian just because yeah. she's funny. She's probably the most forward thinking character. Like most of the time she is right and like has her heart and head in the right place. He's also like one of the only characters who's like decent at acting. No, yeah, that too. Like you can yeah. tell. It helps. Um, and then least favorite character. I mean, obviously Ben. Like it's really yeah, yeah. hard to not dislike anyone else when Ben is right there. Yeah. Good points. Good points. Um, okay. So we finish up the scene with Tom and Ricky, and then we jump to Adrian and Grace again, still in the car, not sure why this is happening um they see like the 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 husband or the the dad bald man with suspenders they see him come home they see him like walk inside and he has like a lady there a very beautiful wife a beautiful home wow his life is going so great look at him go but then like afterwards like like i understand like they went there to see this guy but like why don't they leave after they see him? That's the part I'm most confused about. Is like, yeah, they did, like how much longer do they hang out there? Yeah, like they already watched him walk into his house. Like they don't really need to do anything else. Yeah, like if she really wanted to like see him face to face, she could like go like knock on the door and be like, "I'm selling Girl Scout cookies" or something. Like, but she's <laughs> not doing it. She's literally just sitting there staring at his house. Yeah. I guess, like, she also knows that George is in her house, so maybe she's, like, stalling a bit, but, like... I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, she can't just, like, hang out there all night. Like, you could go, like, mini-golfing or something. Like, I don't really... She could, you know, actually hang out with Grace somewhere. Yeah, I, well, it's she doesn't really like Grace, I don't think. She's just bringing her there because they had nothing else for Grace to do in this episode. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So that's that. And then we're back with Tom. We hear another knock on the door. I get excited. Tom gets excited. Just kidding. It's the pizza guy. Yep. Okay. (laughs) But there's a comment. The pizza guy is first of all, like, oh my gosh, we have so much business tonight because there's this deal. And the deal is that if a student from the school brings in business to the pizza place, then they get a deal on the pizza. So once again, reiterating that there is a purpose for the pizza. Like, thank you for reiterating plot for once. Yes. Like, okay, I almost so got lost there. They have that whole conversation, but there's also a note that Tom brings out, like, a huge-ass wad of cash to pay this yeah. guy. And the guy's like, wow, Tom, you sure do have a lot of cash. So just keep that in your noggin. <laughs> Why does Tom have so much cash? Who knows? Um. So now we're back to Grace, who calls Tom, and she's like, hey, like, are you good, dude? I'm worried that you're scared. And he's like, no. So he's mad that she's, like, ruining his night of, like, he's just waiting yeah. for Betty. And Quipping he's like, do not come Grace. home. What? Huh? Quipping a cock block. Exactly. Like, stay away from the home. I am busy. I have plans. Don't come over. I'm having company. Um yeah and then grace hangs up the phone and even though they this is the part where like even though they have seen the dad they're just still chilling there and she's like can you leave and adrian's like no whatever so now 
we cut to Leo and Molly. They have split the bottle of wine, split the sausage pizza, and now they're just chatting. So Leo is still on his bullshit of like wanting them to get married. And he's like, oh, she's a good girl. And Ben's <gasps> exists and we're cool with her being pregnant. And we want to adopt her as Ben's wife, I guess. And it's really annoying. And he, he's still just like trying to convince Molly that it's like a good idea for them to get married. Like it's nice for him to be supportive, but like they don't need to get married. That, she doesn't need to like, move in with them. I don't know. It's It feels very shitty that like he specifically came over because he knows molly's not in a good place right now and then waits until she's had a half a bottle of wine to be like oh you should let our kids get married like it feels manipulative yeah i, I mean, don't like yeah. it yeah um they mentioned uh mark molina who i realized in listening to the last episode i have called matt molina almost every single time <laughs> yeah ev- almost it literally almost every single time you called him <laughs> i'm matt trying molina. my best like at this point, I figured it was just going to be, like, a running bit. <laughs> like, why I, not? It point? wasn't on purpose. Like, I just forgot what his real name was. Whatever. And then um, they're talking about how, like, Amy might go to this extension school, which I mentioned last time. But it's, like, probably the best option for Amy right now is to go to some sort of program that's designed for people in her situation. She could, A, like, get more flexible classes. like. Yes. Like, like better they talk like, about the benefits in the next episode don't yeah, you worry I, true but also like like it would be good for her to like m- like meet other girls in her same situation and they yeah. bond and they could go to like baby classes together and like she wouldn't feel so isolated if she was with mm-hmm. other people in a similar situation like that's why it makes me so mad that everyone is like so against her going there because it's like this could be they a really literally want what's for worse her. for her <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> okay. And then Leo is just against her going to the extension school because he's just trying to cater to Ben, who doesn't want his fucking girlfriend to leave. It's right. stupid. Uh, he literally offers to get her a tutor so that she doesn't have to leave, which, like, yeah. Which, like, if she had a tutor, like, she still wouldn't be going to the school. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, if he wants to pay for like a private. Also, I don't know why they still have a problem with her going to this school because like it's still in the town. Like everything is in isolated to this community. And they're like, oh, my God, you're going away. Like, no, she's literally not. Yeah, it's very stupid. Um, Whatever. So now we're back with Ashley and Henry. Oh, I'm literally so sorry. I have to take a moment to sign up for a barbell strength class. I um, know. <laughs> it becomes available uh, at like 48 hours before the class actually starts. And so I have to set a timer because like the class fills up really fast. And if Makes I don't sense. get my barbell strength, how will I get my gains? So yeah. how will you be able to hold yourself up if you don't? bar your bells that is correct um i also like i have to go this week because there's like a whole situation where there's like an organized group of people going and i'm like one of the people who committed to go and if i don't go then people will be like eh, we didn't get to go i don't know it's the drama of it all i know it's also i have fucking volleyball right before it I'm so sportsy now. Like I'm doing volleyball. And when did you become strength. a student athlete? 
I know. Well, I'm doing I'm doing roller derby. I'm doing softball this summer. I'm gonna be so fucking yeah. cool. I'm gonna beat up everybody. Okay, I'm signed up. It's good. Back to <laughs> slow tag. Um. Okay. So it's Ashley and Henry, and it's super awkward. He's literally just staring at her, and like, I wanted to talk a little bit here about like how weird is it that she's 13 and he's 15. Because, like, it's only a two-year difference, but she's in junior high and he's in high school. Like, I think, like, that is kind of the big difference. Yeah. Like, I think later at some point when Henry's trying to, like, justify everything, he's like, oh, but she's in junior high and I'm in high school. And it's like, yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's different buildings. And it's just, like, I don't know like 13 is like the cusp of puberty and 15 is like you're already deep into that and it feels like you're like getting very, ready very to drive huh you're getting ready to drive yeah like imagine being like 14 and your boyfriend can drive like those are definitely period. different developmental periods for sure yeah but even then ashley's like my dad's probably not gonna let me date until i'm 21 yeah i thought that was what, because like that's true like that's why i didn't understand why like I don't understand why he's like so cool with like Ben because he sucks and also like why he's trying to push Henry on Ashley because it's like like you already had one daughter like yeah. get pregnant maybe just let them chill by themselves for a minute you know <laughs> like I think George vaguely mentions why Henry is not a threat to Ashley yeah, he's at all like, but... he's a nerd so he's not gonna have sex for 10 years little does he know Part of the yeah. reason he broke up with his last girlfriend was because she didn't want to have sex with him. So little does he know. All right, like we need to get through this. <laughs> okay, that is accurate. Okay, so um, they're being awkward. Ben is like, "You're really pretty," and Ashley's like, "Shut up." And I agree with that because yeah. it's just awkward. Um, now we cut out to Ben and Amy, and they're talking about Stefan. Grapopoli or something who I did google uh he was born January 26 1908 that's my sister's birthday Taurus no oh he's an Aquarius Aquarius that's the one I January 26th right yeah that's Aquarius yeah interesting um there was a whole thing where like he wasn't confirmed gay but he did have like a guy who was like his best friend and they lived together when they is were it older. Django Reinhardt? No! Is that who they were talking about? No! Okay, see, Wait, then so, that comes so up. So he was not lovers with Django Reinhardt, he but he did not. have a gay lover? No, he had a gay lover, but it was not Django Reinhardt, which is interesting because then Ben is like, there's nobody like the two of them except maybe the two of us. And it's like, they weren't even lovers. Yeah, they weren't even gay lovers. You should have been Yeah, he had a gay lover gay and lover. it wasn't Django Reinhardt. Anyway... <laughs> um okay so oh my god are you a stefan grappelli or a django reinhardt me yeah how would you i don't know see my chin tangent that i had planned off of this was a different tangent <laughs> okay well go ahead one that. of my most tangential chan- tangents so in my research on stefan grappelli i found that when he died at 89 years old he was cremated which reminded me of something that happened while I was at physical therapy the other day. So you got cremated? Huh? You got cremated? No, I wish. No. So I was at, I was at physical therapy and I was doing my exercises and I was eavesdropping on people because that's what you do. 
Yeah, duh. this one lady was talking about how she's pregnant and this other guy was talking about how his wife is pregnant and they were just having a whole conversation. And then she mentioned that she knows the sex of the baby, but they're not telling anybody until May, okay? But the okay. reason they're waiting until May is because someone's grandpa died and they're having the funeral in May, which first question, is it like a non-Catholic thing to wait two months to have a funeral? I don't I don't really know how that works, but either way, the reason that they're waiting to reveal it until the funeral is because the family has decided that because this is a sad occasion, they would like to offset the sadness with a gender reveal at the same event, which just makes me think of you got a casket and just like pop confetti gender oh, reveal. <laughs> I wish it'll be that. Like, I please, wish it would please, be that amazing. Please, when I die, make it a gender reveal funeral. <laughs> That's all I want. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, you know, we can do that. Yeah, I am I would be really, ex- even if no one's going to be born, just like, I don't know, reveal someone's gender, whatever. We'll reveal care. your gender, just to <laughs> remind everyone gender. in case they forgot. Yes, I just thought that was the funniest fucking thing I had ever heard. And I'm very excited for her. I mean, it is pretty funny because it's like, even still, like, yeah, funerals are sad. Why would you shit on their funeral with your baby reveal? (laughs) Like, they're going to know what kind of baby it is once you give birth to it. Like, who cares? I love it so much. Okay. So then they're still talking about uh, Grapoli and Reinhardt. Uh, George comes over and is like, uh, Grapoli was in a Pink Floyd album, which he was. I Googled it. it oh. He had a part in Wish You Were Here, which is a pretty good song. Um, and then uh, Amy literally just says, let's change the subject. Because I guess <laughs> they couldn't think of a good transition there. And so now they're talking about her education and ben is like like listing all the options and like this is what i think you should do and then george is like um maybe you shouldn't be involved in this discussion which i guess george gets one more point this episode for being correct ben definitely does not need to be involved whatsoever yeah so uh then ben leaves he's like i'm gonna go check on henry and then George has this whole thing where he's like, I want you to stay at your school because that's your school and you need to own it and go to your school. And it's like, this isn't like, I guess it's kind of about like a pride thing and like Amy's not going because she feels ashamed and like that sucks. But it's yeah. like, it's about more than that. Like she's about to be in a different life situation than yeah. everyone else in that school. Mm-hmm. Maybe she should go to a school that can accommodate that. Whatever. Um, and then she talks about how she made a mistake and he talks about how he made a mistake. And then I have the tangential question. Um, what's a bigger mistake, pregnancy or cheating on your wife? Mm, I mean, probably teenage pregnancy is the bigger mistake. Yeah. But also, okay. I did want to talk about this controversial opinion. I feel like having a child in your teens is probably like the most ideal time physically to have a child yeah because like you have you're still living with your family so like you have all of that community to help you raise the child yeah and then it's like when you're older like you still like you still have youthful energy to keep up with a child mm-hmm. but plus like that would mean that like when you're like I don't know like assuming maybe like you don't go to college in this situation or whatever but like whenever you're like starting your job and stuff like 
your kid is old enough to be in school. So yes, then, exactly. Like, yeah, so like, um, sorry, my alarm just went off again. I had to cancel it. Ignore me. Um, yeah, but then like your your kid has a schedule that lines up with yours versus whenever you're, it's like a right. newborn baby, their cycle doesn't match up with like, anything. That's probably the most ideal time to have it, but that is a controversial opinion. Yeah, I feel like never is a good convenient time to have a baby. I mean, that is also true. It's never convenient. Yeah, it's like it's always gonna be a damper on your your site your like, schedule. Which way is gonna be the least of an inconvenience for you? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, if you have like a good relationship with your parents, then like at any point you would have that community yeah. to help you. But I don't know. Um. Okay. So now um, we're with George at George's apartment and everybody and Amy and they're talking and knock, knock, motherfuckers. It's Ricky. And he's like, hey, Adrian, is Adrian there here at Adrian's apartment? Adrian? And Amy's like, you're dating Adrian, (laughs) which is, I think, the funniest thing I've ever heard. That was probably the best line she ever, like, uttered in the show. Like, you could tell. Like, she practiced. Oh, yeah. Like, she was- you're dating Adrian? But also, like, the idea that, like, Adrian would date George. Like- Like, why was that her first thought out of everything? Like, she hears Ricky knocking and is like, wait, Adrian? Dad, you're dating Adrian? Why would Ricky (laughs) be there? I just thought- that was so funny um that was probably the highlight of this episode yeah that was a good moment so then it cuts out because they never show us any interesting confrontation they just go to the next scene um and it's ricky in his car so we (laughs) assume he has left adrian's apartment and is just in the car he's drumming on the steering wheel with his drumsticks just in case we forgot he's a drummer well my mom does that so it is pretty accurate Oh, your mom is a drummer. We should have her on the pod to tell us what it's like to be a drummer. Oh, yeah, we could definitely do that. Yes. Maybe I can have her try and recreate the opening with her drums. She's that drummer who's always showing off. Yeah. Um. Okay, so who should show up but Lauren? So I guess she did have time to hang out, and now she's wearing the earrings. Oh, okay. Yeah, she got all she got dueled up on him. Oh yeah, she is she is really going for it. Um, and he's like, Oh, I got you a pizza, which is a lie. He got the pizza several hours ago. It's probably cold now. Um, and basically Ricky's talking about how he wants Amy to go to another school, and she's like, I don't know, maybe it's not your decision, whatever. And then he's like, What are you jealous that I got Amy pregnant? And she says no, but like, seems like maybe she is a little bit. Maybe just and a bit. He, what? Maybe just a bit. Yeah. Well, he says that she's good looking and then it cuts away, but we can assume that this is when the mouth kissing begins. Right. Yes. Honestly, so aside from this moment, Lauren is also one of the only other characters in this show with logic and reasoning. She does, but then, like, she, like, jumps back on it. Like, it'll seem like she has, like, some good ideas, and then she'll say some bullshit where it's, like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Like, no one can be lest perfect. we forget, 
the idea to like lie and say the baby was Ben's and marry him was initially her idea. Like, I mean, it could, it would have worked though. No, no. I mean, Ben already wants to do that, even though it's not his child. Uh, it was just, I guess, but like, it's shitty. Anyway, um, so now we are, we have reached the pinnacle of the episode the absolute best thing that happens in this entire show, um, Jennifer Coolidge shows up. Yes. yes. Um, I abbreviated her Jenny Cools. Jenny Cool, yeah. Jenny Cools, otherwise known as Betty, who is a sex worker that Tom has hired to come and hang out with him. And I am just so happy for the both of them. Um, she is so much taller than him. I love it. It does like a slow pan up from her feet. It's like shoes, Mm -hmm. skirt, boobs, Jennifer Coolidge. That's right. Beautiful. And then they also have some like sexy music going on in the background. Mm -hmm. It's a very well put together scene. And so this is the point where I'm going to take a moment to step into IMDb Corner. Yeah, I was waiting for it. Absolutely, this week I have chosen Jennifer Coolidge. Hell yeah. Um, yes, okay, so she was born August 28th, 1961, so she's a Virgo. Um, oh. Notable appearances include American Pie, which has a lot of uh, oh. parallels to this, except yes. for that it was better. But it does also involve Bandcamp. Um she was, of course, in Legally Blonde as Paulette. Yes, yeah. Uh, she also, apparently, I, I don't... Okay, so I've seen the Thank You Next video, but I don't remember her being in it, but apparently she's in it. Oh, she probably would have... Okay, well, what um, what movies does she reference in... I think she references Legally Blonde, briefly. No, she def- so she references 13 Going on 30. Yes. She references Mean Girls. Yes. I don't know what other ones. I feel like there's like a small Legally Blonde moment and maybe Jennifer Coolidge is there for that. I don't know. Jennifer Coolidge might have played, no, because Chris Jenner plays the mom from Legally Blonde. Either way. Yeah, I don't know. But apparently she's in Icon. that video. Um, She was also in Promising Young Woman, which I forgot. Have you seen yeah, she played Young Woman? She played the mom. That was like one yes. of her more serious roles. Yeah, I, like. I forgot about that. But that's like my favorite movie ever. Yeah. I love it so much. Have you you've seen it? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. It's very, very good. Um, it is pretty good. Yes. She was also in Glee, which I don't remember who she was in Glee, but it seems like a lot of people that are in this are also in Glee. Like makes and sense. She was in Two Broke Girls. Did you ever watch that? Yes. So yes. aside from Legally Blonde, like I first knew who Jennifer Lawrence was. Not Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> I recognized who she was as Jennifer Coolidge, she was on the show. She played a Ukrainian woman. And I thought that like the way she talked, like, oh, like she's putting on a Ukrainian accent. Like, oh, she's so silly. But then I watched her talk in real life and it's like, no, that's just how she talks. Yeah. And then when I Googled it, like, why does Jennifer Coolidge sound like that? Like there's no, no <laughs> articles, no nothing. It's not like is an, she Ukrainian accent. She just like speaks in a very specific way. Yes. Um, okay. Are you do you know who Alexander Skarsgard is? Yes. 
okay well he was in true blood which is how i know him but um i recently watched an interview with him where he talked about like all of his roles and his he's like swedish but i just like wasn't expecting his voice to sound like that after hearing him as like eric northman from true blood and then seeing them in this and he's got like this like like cute little like swedish accent i don't know it's i wouldn't have noticed he had a swedish accent because like doesn't he play as americans it's very subtle, but like it's so old. It's so old, but it's funny. Um, back to Jennifer Coolidge. She is five ten, which is only one inch taller than me. But like, yeah, she's a pretty tall lady. Yeah. Um. Also, tangent off of this tangent, I thought she was in House of a Thousand Corpses. She wasn't. It was just someone who kind of looks like her. But I just wanted to talk about House of a Thousand Corpses. So who was actually in House of a Thousand Corpses? Some instead other of Jennifer Coolidge. I don't know. Some just lady some who kind of looks like Jennifer Coolidge. Okay. But um, I really, really like House of a Thousand Corpses. It's um this movie directed by Rob Zombie. And it's like a part of a trilogy. I haven't seen the second one, which is Devil's Rejects. But apparently it's like one of the only cases of like a sequel doing better than the original like ratings wise oh. so apparently it's really good but um yeah i really liked it there were a lot of corpses right uh 10 out of 10 everybody should check it out so back to slow tat um now we're with adrian and grace oh are we Still done with just fucking... jennifer coolidge what can you do an impression of jennifer coolidge absolutely not i'm not very good at it but like i could try okay do it I'm taking the dog, dumbass. That was pretty good. That was that was not bad. Um, Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Real bad. <laughs> I love her so much. Okay, so here we are with Adrian and Grace. They're still chilling outside her bald ass dad's apartment. Mm-hmm. He no, his house because he has a house. Um, he walks out being bald. Uh, Grace whispers in the background oh lord keep us safe from harm just in case we forgot that she's a christian yeah 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 meanwhile like he has like a really nice house like with a driveway and everything i don't think he's gonna come out there and like maim them okay but like i think it's like he's bald and racially charged yes of course um okay so here's the thing is like he walks out and he does like it's not even like she says like oh you're my dad he's immediately like are you adrian lee so like he knows that he yeah. has this daughter she's 16 she might be looking for him he knows yeah. and immediately is a dick about it he's like i know never contact me i have a family we had an arrangement that you would never ever contact me i don't want anything to do with you all of that which is important to remember when we get to the next episode and he's like um just kidding i want to come into your life and change everything yeah. about your life i thought that was a really shitty thing too yes. like he couldn't have been like oh hey like you know, here's my number, like, can't really talk right now, but, like, at another time, we can arrange something. Yeah. Bye. Like, he like, could he have, have been done that. even remotely nice about it, and instead, he was just straight up a dick, which makes it all the worse in the next episode when yeah. he's being even more of a dick. Yeah, so and trust just me, wanted, we, I will talk about it. Yeah, just wanted to make, put a big point in that. Um, So now, we jump back to, uh, molly i think this is the last no it's not the last scene because we still have some other stuff anyway um so we're at the jurgens house amy and ashley are coming home 
uh ashley is like what you're cheating on dad too just because like the sausage king was yeah. there but it's like she's not sleeping with the sausage king they're just eating sausage but then was, ashley he's not even there like it's just like a couple of glasses and pizza like yeah but then like ashley she says why didn't he just send a sausage servant to bring you the pizza and i was like Which, good point. like yeah something he would do whatever um ashley is just telling everybody all the secrets now she's like oh we just found out that dad is sleeping with adrian's mom and amy is like what no he's not he said they're just friends and ashley is like are you fucking stupid like no wonder you yeah i thought it was funny that after ashley reveals off that amy's like ashley don't say that and then she turns to molly and is like no he's he's not living with adrian's mom he's just living in the furniture store it's fine like amy's dumb yeah she's gonna Um, fall for that one yeah also amy is mad that ashley hung out with henry all night because she's like he has a girlfriend even though he doesn't and also like george made him yeah they'll force henry to go hang out with him because no one wanted to hang out with what is ashley supposed to do leave like she's 13 yeah it was stupid um and then like i don't know Ash- amy says something i don't i don't remember what word it is it's like bitch or something and molly gets mad and she's like i'm pregnant and you're worried about me saying swear words which i thought was kind of funny because <laughs> i don't think accurate. she's a bitch i think she just said slut they do say slut on this a lot yeah they do the 2008 was a different time um so then they're talking about how george is living in the furniture store ashley is super embarrassed she's like being poor is worse than being pregnant which (laughs) opens a question which is worse being poor or pregnant they're like one in the same you cannot be pregnant and come out wealthier after that is a good point um oh and then they're like ashley is like insisting that they let george come home so people don't know that they're poor which is like what about Leon and his husband? Like Don't they display offered poverty to the public. Yeah, it's stupid. But yeah, like literally, like uh, his gay coworker and his husband offered to let him stay in their guest room. Why doesn't he just do that? Like, yeah, I don't understand. Like they're saying, like, oh my god, dad is poor, but like clearly he has a restaurant. Like clearly they live a in a very nice store. house in a nice town. Like I don't think they're poor. Yeah, but also the thing of like. So just the fact that Molly had no idea that they were broke when like in like the first or second episode like she mentions she's like do we have enough money and he's like don't worry about it and it's like y'all need to communicate better just in general yes this show lacks a lot of communication I think what this show really lacks is communication with us as the viewers yeah <laughs> I feel like I do not have enough information okay so now we have a whole conversation between Tom and Betty. They are splitting a pizza, having a great time. Um, she tries to light up a smoke and Tom is like, those are bad for you. And she's like, Ugh, I hope I live long enough to die of lung cancer, which oh. I think is a very good quote. I would like to have it on a shirt. Um, and she's talking about how like, oh, you have one cigarette, you're fine. Second cigarette, you're good to go third one blammo you're hooked so (laughs) just love the use of the word blammo um she tells tom that if he doesn't pay her he will get beat up with a bag of oranges (laughs) i thought that was the funniest thing (laughs) 
what is like the main lesson here? She's like, oh, here's some cigarettes, but oh, you know what? I'm not going to smoke it. But if you don't give me the money now, a man's going to beat you with a bag of oranges from his trunk. Like, why is that the first thing? I do not understand the purpose of this. I wish a man would beat me with a bag of oranges. Like It's kind of hot. Um, <laughs> That's my king. Yes. Okay. But then she like, just like spouts out all these stereotypes about like sex workers where she's like, oh, yeah. all the girls are on drugs and all the clients are mean and they want to beat us up. And if you had hired anyone but me, they would have robbed you. So you got to be careful. And it's just like, like literally like he's just he literally didn't even try and have sex with her like he just like brought her over to like have a friend like just be nice to him you know just to hang out yeah whatever um and then he pays her two hundred dollars which is that a good price is that um i mean like it would definitely depend on who you hired and what services you're getting from them but i feel like 200 is a lot because i don't think they've even been there for an hour yeah I don't know. Plus he paid for the pizza, but I mean, they had a nice time. So good for them. And then Grace comes home while Betty is still there, yeah, which is which like is great. hilarious. Uh, there's also like Tom hands her the money. And then like, while she's having a conversation with Grace, she like gives him some of it back. So I guess he like didn't count it or like, yeah, he gave her too much or something. And it's then like, good for her. Uh, okay. So then Betty leaves and uh grace is like or tom tells grace that ricky was here and he was looking for her and she's like oh my god what was he wearing and they don't tell us but i wrote down probably several shirts because that's usually what he wears she asked about what ricky was wearing yeah tom is like oh ricky came was looking for you and she's like what was he wearing so specific it was very specific and also he kind of wears the same thing every day so i don't really get it whatever and then Um, we never bring up jennifer coolidge again uh we never bring up how tom finds her or apparently he found her on a website because she says like you should stay off of those websites so i guess tom has access to the dark web or are those just on the regular web i mean you could probably find them on the regular web okay good Um, i should have researched that for this before she left she just took she put a slice of pizza in a napkin and then just shoved it in her giant toe before leaving i love that for her like girl treat yourself to a ziploc pizza for the road um okay so then now we're with ben and henry um they're talking about how he wants to break up with alice but just kidding she already broke up with him wow plot twist who cares surprise yeah um so then uh George and Adrian are chilling in Adrian's apartment as all the movers are moving shit back out. Once again, Which, why did this need to what happen? What time of night is this? Like, were they were these workers just on call? I maybe like, they were. George can afford store? to move all of their shit out and back in in the wee hours of night, but like can't Dude. afford to just stay in an Airbnb. Yes, like literally, the cost would have been so much less to just like get a shitty apartment for like a night yeah i don't know i don't get it whatever um okay so adrian is sad she sheds a single tear while she's like 
why would you walk out on your wife after 15 years of marriage and he's like we don't need to talk about that and she like looks at him and there's like a tear down her cheek which i believe is real i believe i mean that it's, she has that she's capacity. just like so pretty she shed a single tear i don't know why george was like we've never had a conversation before so we're not gonna start now and it's like you guys had a conversation to arrange this whole thing you've been fucking her mom for like months like you've yeah. had a conversation yeah it's weird um but then basically like the real reason adrian is sad is because her dad knows who she is and doesn't give a shit and george is like oh that sucks and he hugs her right as ashley walks in and she's like you can cheat on mom but you can't cheat on me and amy which is stupid because it's like i don't know like hugging someone isn't yeah i thought that part was kind of weird yeah see see, this is where like like i love ashley i'd say she's probably my favorite character but like she has her relationship with george doesn't make sense to me no it never has it's just like all over the place and like her reactions to stuff is not how i would feel Mm. i don't know it's like also like how did ashley get there that's a good question i mean like like, do they live close enough to walk to adrian's I don't know. Eventually, Adrian's mom will buy the house next to them, and then they're very, very close. So, like, maybe they already live pretty close. But, like, I mean, because she went over there to, like, tell George he can come back home, so, like, I would kind of assume maybe Molly drove her? But we also know that Molly's had a half bottle of wine tonight, so she shouldn't be driving. Ashley went over to tell him that and to get her phone charger so like clearly her whole phone oh yeah so that kind of makes sense that like Ashley is like oh like Molly drive me over because I left my cell phone there which if I was Molly I'd be like no fuck you like you left it yeah like you can go without it for like a night like get it the next time you see your dad but like Mm -hmm. like if they live close enough to walk like why not just walk like which doesn't make sense we can't no point in lingering on it. We just have to move forward. We just have to forget the logic of the distances. Okay. So, uh, last scene. Oh, and then, okay. The other important thing that happened there is that, uh, Ashley is like, I'm not talking to you ever again, which is important for your episode because she is now giving George the hardcore silent treatment. Very true. Um, And then the last scene is a big old plot twist. Uh, we see Lauren and Ricky are kissing on the mouth in his Prius. And who Which is Which I think it? is just in her driveway. Yeah, they're just chilling in her driveway making out. And then we see through the back of the Prius that Jason and Madison are there and they're watching and they're like, oh shit. And they know and now we know and everybody knows. And then uh, Lauren's like... I gotta go I guess I don't know she's gone and then um Ricky calls Adrian and she's literally just like come over come over. and then he's like hangs up so I guess that's how that ends and that's the end Woo! Woo! we made it we got through how do you feel um it's weird like a lot happens in this episode but not a lot happens um everyone has pizza yeah I wish I had so pizza. we know that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 
it was so like what was the point of all that yeah that's why did George need to stay in Adrian's place why like I don't know none of it is important except we got to see Jennifer Coolidge briefly so yeah honestly that was probably the best part of this episode and I was asking myself why she was even on this show because if she was already on oh Zoe if if Jennifer Coolidge was already on Legally Blonde and a few other things at this point like why did she need to be on Secret Life dude why is Molly Ringwald here like she has breakfast club money for days like okay, I don't understand I mean, you, may, you do make a good point about that but at the same time like I can't think of anything else Molly Ringwald has been in she's probably been in some things who knows I um, mean we're giving her our money now <laughs> she's getting right now Molly Ringwald is getting residuals from this show the checks are probably worth like 19 cents a pop well, she deserves it. That's from it. us, the dedicated from- viewers of Slow Tat. Slow Tat. Okay. Well, that was episode nine of Slow Tat. I have been. <laughs> don't, don't say my last name. I'll redact it. Don't worry. Anastasia redacted. <laughs> you said my last name. <laughs> Did I? Oh. Yes. I'll redact it. Whatever. Who cares? Correctly Actually, I'm not redacted. going to because I don't know how to. No, edit. you know, people can know my name. All right. Anyway, you're Anna, I'm not. Goodbye, and we're sorry. So, according to winefolly.com and delipair.com, the best wines to pair with cereal are... Cereal. (laughs) To pair with cereal? Greg, you're not here. Captain Crunch. Riesling, peanut butter cereal, a ruby port, Lucky Charms, Riesling, or a white Zinfandel, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, ruby port again, Cocoa Puffs, Madeira, and uh, while it wasn't listed on that website, I went to a different website and found that Raisin Bran should be paired with either a German Riesling or an Argentinian Malbec. The more you know.